Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Okay. Hi there. Welcome to Prayer Warriors needed because prayer warriors are needed. And tonight we have a late night plan. We come This conference is being recorded. To give God all the praise and the glory for bringing us through another blessed week. We're highly favored. We are still in the land of the living because of God's grace and mercy. And um, we will continue our study on the Pentateuch. Um, We are looking at the first uh, five books of the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. That is the Pentateuch. And um, tonight our focus is on Leviticus. And Leviticus is God's manual for his people on how to approach him and live pleasing in his sight. The laws of Leviticus were given to the Israelites while they were encamped on Mount Sinai. These laws were the guideposts which they needed for life in the wilderness journey ahead and for setting in Canaan. The word tells us ye shall be holy. It pervades the book revealing something of the awesome message which God always wants all his people to hear and obey. Okay, Exodus, the, the book before this, that records how Israel became a redeemed nation, and Leviticus, what we're studying tonight, it concerns the cleansing, worship, service of that redeemed nation. Leviticus is a long book. That's why we're reviewing it again. There's a little quiz. It's an informative book. Leviticus uh, teaches us a lot, teaches us about holiness, salvation, atonement. It goes into a lot of the uh, offerings that were used in the Old Testament. And we'll look at the five offerings that are discussed, the burnt offering, the meal offering, the peace offering, the sin offering, the trespass offering. And we'll take a look at the laws for priesthood. They were developed from the book of Leviticus. The atonement, what atonement means, the ritual of the day of the atonement. And we'll look at some holy times that developed right out of Leviticus, <coughs> and we'll look at the laws concerning feasts, and um, we'll look at some of the priestly duties, <coughs> excuse me, laws concerning the land, and finally we'll take a quiz, the chapter. This is 
the, the Leviticus, and um, it is <coughs> one of the chapters considered the Pentateuch. So I um, will have Amy open us up with prayer. This is a prayer and Bible study ministry training program for specifically designed for victors, people that are that have been chosen by God to go through some things, then they know that they will be victors, winners, as they line up to the assignment that God put them here on the earth. Many people define these people as targeted individuals. They're targeted for success and blessing. They've been chosen to use the life that God gave them to advance the kingdom of God. As such, we come together to develop our skills with the willing heart that God could use us in the capacity he chooses us ministry if that is God's The information and knowledge only serves to prepare us to be used according to God's will. There's the of taking ministry. The purpose of study the Bible, get a better understanding of the Bible, better of how to conquer evil that has been on this earth a very long time, but that has been won because of the sacrificial offering. Then we'll open up with our sister Amy praying for the many targeted individuals that are going through um, this program and may feel that they're at the end of their rope, but you know that God has the ultimate decision. We urge all to stay under the blood, sacrificial offering of Jesus Christ, stay under the rules, the regulations of God, keep your relationship with the Most High God, um, live a life that's pleasing to God despite the atrocities associated with being targeted. The targeting includes electronic torture, blacklisting, job mobbing, uh, ongoing harassment campaign, legal abuse syndrome, income lynching every capacity of your life from the tax. It's, it's a modernized slavery program that we rebuke in the name of it. It's a, it's a, it's a deadly assassination type program. That's the bottom line. The devil is a liar because we're still standing according to God's will, and we stand under God's will. And on Psalms 91, it tells us God's angels will carry us no matter what the devil tries to throw at us. No weapon formed against us shall So with that being said, Amy, <clears throat> I welcome you to offer prayer for this community of people to encourage them to keep moving and knowing that in God's time, all curses will turn into blessings. 
That is exactly what the human research obstruction program is. Okay, Amy. Amy? Miss Amy. Amy, did I lose you? You let me start the tape, and now you're not there. Uh, Miss Amy Anderson. Okay. Go ahead. You're going to go ahead and open us in prayer? Yes. You ready? Okay, dear God, I'm asking you to intervene in this situation throughout everything that you know is happening as a scene. You know, you're not coming in too clear, honey. You, you, you. I'm asking you, God, you can't hear me. I'm asking you, God, to deal with the hidden hands that's in have hands in this situation. That's between me and Gloria to mend the situation, but at the same time, God, you give Gloria conscience to know that she don't need to talk behind my back with people that and still say she a friend because that's not a friend. You have to have things in the opening and share these things. So I'm asking you, God, to give her conscience to to dismantle who in her head so that these individuals can't get no type of Gloria in. Glory in glorious head, glorious head, but they're not getting on my head because whatever happened had to come out to see who's saying what and doing what and who's head. So I thank you for that. And Lord, I want you to cure all the matter of all these people that's targeted by this technology and for their city officials to do things to come up and help those who are targeted by this technology. Because, God, you know that nobody shouldn't be attacked and tortured by this technology. So I'm asking you, Creator, just to deliver everyone from this evil technology and bless it to open everybody to find out this year about everything to the fullest stream. And I'm so careful to thank you, Creator. Amen. 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 And would you like to pray? Yes, I would like to pray. Father God in heaven, in Jesus Christ's name, Father, I pray to you this evening, Father, with so many other prayer warriors, Father, on this conference call. These are angels I know you brought forth, Father, to help see me through. And as they see me through, I see them through and see all other targeted victims through and those who would be targeted victims, Father God. Thank you so much, Father God, for giving me the assignment that you've laid upon me so I know my life has meaning and I know that uh, definitely I'm going to do my absolute best with my faith to carry me through to complete my assignment, Father God. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray forever and ever. Amen. 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 And um, to all the people going through a situation associated with human research experimentation, human research obstruction, scientific obstruction, uh, targeting, electronic torture, um, discrediting campaigns, 
uh, ongoing persecution, I urge you to read Psalms 91 on a daily basis and know that God and his angels have ultimate sovereign power over this earth, and you will make it through this program. Sometimes it's a test of your character, test of your faith, and um, you have to keep moving forward, keep yourselves occupied. Keep yourselves occupied and growing in God's word, doing God's will, and none of these weapons will be able to destroy your life. So with that being said, you're welcome. And that's for the people who download, listen, and and everybody, the ones here. I just want, I just know that so many people have been victimized uh, through the TI pro-suicide or homicide. And um, we have to bind that spirit up, find a way to make it through this. That has conquered evil is the work of God, God's work. So choose you today to serve God to stand under his angels and, and his protection and let the devil know he's a liar. Yeah. You know, also, i just like to say, too, you know, I saw a book on TV, and because I know about this sick human research experimentation program that is so deep uh, in in. I I, I say mainly of people of color, Um, and I say that because the crimes against minorities are so extensive and and so embedded in economical uh, injustice and harming them, not to say that they don't harm other races of people, they do. But the hatred is just really so extra strong in my in my observation, not even opinion, against black people that I have to say that the the sick people at the top of this program are sick white supremacists, Satanists. They hate they hate everybody they do everybody in. But there's such a hatred and I found such a common pattern on the destructive crimes they do to uh, black people that literally try to improve themselves. There, there's a hatred. And I saw a movie on TV, and I, I'm just going to share with the audience because of the knowledge of this program. I had to consider was this man a mind control victim? And um, it was on the OWN channel, the Oprah Winfrey Network. Oprah that students loved. He was a role model in the community. And they had this man 
alleged because the concrete evidence never really showed, but it, I mean, it, it just showed to me what mind control programming does. Had this man kill his wife, his wife's mother, his six-week-old baby, shot him in the back, and his two children. This man went down in history for killing six family members, including an infant. This was a man that was a role model in the community, an assistant principal. And see, if I didn't know what I know about mind control programming, I would never even consider wondering, was that man a mind control victim? Because that's how sick this program is. Just like Colin Ferguson, that man came from Jamaica with an education, tried to do his master's, they shut him down, tried to get a job, they shut him down. There's a hatred for black people that really try and that walk decently. Now, if you're a crackhead, they love you. If you're a dope addict, they love you. If you need a GED and you fit 60 years, they love you. Hatred for black people that work and walk decently, righteously. And that man, was uh, they gave him the lethal injection, so he's gone. And Colin Ferguson's the number one <clears throat> sitting in jail who cannot explain what happened to him that he went and just blazed a whole bunch of innocent white people on the Long Island. I feel for the people's families that he did kill, but this is the sickness embedded in mind control programming. This is what these demons are using on innocent people. This falls under scientific obstructions, Human research experimentation <clears throat> with respect to the mind control programming. And it began with the MK Ultra uh, programs. And the people that are being targeted for this and their lives taken away are usually minorities. And it's sickening. And It is my prayer that God's people will work together to get mind control weapons off of this earth. And I bind up that spirit of ignorance of these weapons. I bind up the secrecy code associated with it. With it. And um, I just had to share that. Because when I saw this story, it just did not make sense, particularly of Vincent Brothers, man that shot his infant and mother-in-law and wife and, and other two ch- innocent children. It just made no sense. And the poor man, I, I watched the trial. He sat there like, you know, he couldn't even believe he did it. And that's exactly what mind control programming does, has people do things, and then they wake up when they come out the trance, out the programming. They have no knowledge of what they were just used to do. So I don't know the man. I have no reason to make excuses, but I do know mind control programming. And I know how sick it is. And it's usually done to disgrace 
a role model person out of envy, jealousy. Like, you, oh, you, everybody loves you. You're doing great. Just like they did the, 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 the black people in Rosewood, how, how they tore that community apart because these black people were living so decently and um, against all the stereotypes that they project about black people. Usually when environments uh, are not successful and they're largely black people, it is not the color of the skin of the people that destroys that environment. It is usually controlled by a law department that literally, literally programs the dysfunctionalism into the environments where black people are largely concentrated. You can look at that in any hospital with a large percentage of black people, any school system, any environment that is controlled by a law department that has largely a large concentration of black people. That environment is deliberately programmed for destruction. And the envy is when black people are left alone to fend for themselves and live with each other. They have done an excellent job and have lived in harmony when the programmers were not involved. And that's evidenced in the Rosewood store, the Rosewood community, many other communities. So we're living in a day of modernized slavery, and I thank God that he has chosen us whether you can call yourselves targeted individuals, human rights advocates, whatever, to live our life and make a difference to stop these horrific programmings that are in full force, but that will be stopped in God's time. So with that being said, I just had to say that. I will just give an opening prayer and go right into the lesson from Leviticus. We're studying the Pentateuch. God, we just thank you for this time that we have together. We thank you, God. We praise you. We exalt your name. We thank you, God, for all you've done, all you're going to do. We thank you, God, for the supernatural powers that you have, that you can turn curses into blessings. We thank you, God for enlightenment, for knowledge, information that we can see the demonic programming that's happening on this earth. And we thank you, God, for the privilege of prayer, to pray over these things. We thank you, God, for the privilege of education, to be able to share information and knowledge about these things. And we thank you, God, for the gift of brainstorming, resolution, being able to develop a plan aligned with your will that will end these programs in your time. Thank you, God, for biblical teaching to give us a better understanding on how evil has been on this earth for many years and has been conquered by the power of God. We praise you. We exalt your name, God. Thank you, God, that even though the infiltrations have impacted many churches, 
leave targeted individuals out here empty, that they know that they can have relationship with you, God, that they don't have to go anywhere and be further persecuted, harmed, or discouraged, that they can get on their knees and talk to the Most High God, that there are other support systems here that are fully aware of the programming of this of this di- diabolical program, that we have found a way to work around that diabolical program in, in exalting your name and praising your name and walking by faith and knowing that in your time, God, these programs will shut down. We thank you, God. Praise you. We thank you, God, for our children, nieces and our nephews, our parents. We thank you, God, for Amy's mother, Anne's mother, my mother, my cousin's mother, the elders. We ask you, God, for a special hedge of protection over them. We bind up the use of these horrific face war weapons on the elderly, on children, babies, on humans in general. We ask you, God, to lead your people to ban the use of these weapons on people, mind control weapons, electronic torture weapons, horrific weapons that they've put on this earth to do the work of Satan, to devour and destroy. We rebuke them. We see the blood of Jesus that those weapons will be taken off this earth by the entities that you have created, Most High God, that is our fellow human beings will work together to let the devil know he's a liar and his resources like space war weapons, electronic weapons will be demised. We bind them and rebuke them. And we ask you, God, for all praying people to be covered, to be shielded, that those weapons will have no long-term, short-term, no effect whatsoever that they will be shielded by the blood of the Most High God, that sacrificial offering on the cross will provide a provision of protection. That those weapons will not be able to overtake or interfere with the life that you've given us. God, we give you praise and glory that in your time we know those weapons will be shut down. We thank you, God, for each person in the community that's using the God-given skills that you've given them to develop a method to disable chips, to, to provide shielding against those weapons, to find a way to turn those weapons off. We thank you, God, for the greatest computer you've given us, and that's the brain. We thank you, God. We ask you, God, to keep each and every one of us to shield our heads, to keep us in our right mind. We bind up every plan of Satan, including Alzheimer, induced Alzheimer, induced cancers, pathogens, deadly sicknesses. We bind that stuff up in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus that God's people will be covered. We bind up the spirit of white supremacy, the spirit of any type of demon supremacy on this earth. 
that false phenomenon of supremacy, we bind it, rebuke it in the name of Jesus. We bind up the spirit <clears throat> of using the judiciary, the legislative branch, or the executive branch for the work of Satan. Bind that spirit up. We plead the blood of Jesus that that curse will be reversed. We bind up the spirit of the secrecy mode. We bind up the spirit of the blind eye. Innocent people being destroyed and targeted in a blind eye by offices and people that receive funding, public funding, taxes people pay into. They do nothing. We thank you, God, that despite that not supposed to be happening, that we have found a way in the supernatural realm to reach the Most High God and his, all of his sovereign beings to cover us and carry us so that we have a clear understanding that God is a provider, a healer, a sovereign God that will make a way for his people. We thank you, God, that what the devil may have thought was bad that you are using for good. If you praise God, we give you glory. We thank you, God, for the opportunity and the privilege to use this time and this experience to develop our spiritual knowledge, the living Bible. Thank you, God, for this lesson that's forthcoming, this review on the book of Leviticus and the overall review of the Pentateuch, giving us a better understanding atonement, sanctification, uh, many other keys associated with the book of Leviticus. God, we give you praise and we give you glory. We ask you, God, to bless each and every targeted individual. They can have the strength to endure with praise that at least they understand and know what's going on understanding and don't know what's going on are falling into the hands and the part of the demons marching in doctors' offices and get over their experiment on their lives. We find that demon spirit. We call attention to an awakening. God to bless the nation, Africa, and Spain and in Europe and all these uh, countries, China, Korea, Haiti, Jamaica, uh, all the Caribbean, Cuba, all these countries, their people are targeted, are suffering. We ask you, God, to use your people to help these people come out of that horrific state of exchanging their sovereign countries' powers in exchange for fictional administration, including their fictional money, in exchange for giving up their sovereignty. They have to get their people vaccinated, which leaves the eugenicists in control. Hmm. God, 
We ask you, God, for divine intervention and break up the plan of the enemy. Break up the plot, God. Find up every eugenicist planning to take over this world by controlling people medically, eugenically, by harming people's health in order to look superior. We bind that demon spirit up in the name of Jesus. And every demon behind it, I plead the blood of Jesus, that the Holy Spirit, that God will intervene and let them know that this earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, that God is in, in total control, that their crimes will not go unnoted to the Most High God, the people on this earth. God, I praise you and I exalt your name. I thank you for all you've done and all you're going to do. I thank you, God, for each and every person here that could be in their grave, but you've chosen to leave us in the land of the living. We thank you, God, for another opportunity to live out the assignment you've put on our lives. God, we give you praise. We give you glory. We pray for those TIs that are so beat down that they're turning atheists and in all kinds of different ways because they just cannot understand the magnitude of evil associated with this program. God, give them their strength to come back to the kingdom of God. I plead the blood of Jesus on their lives that the Holy Spirit will touch them that you will show them that there is no other way but through God. We thank you and we praise you, Jesus. Okay. All right. We're looking at the Pentateuch, and we were studying the book of Leviticus. Uh, We were looking at the Christ of Leviticus, And um, the book of Leviticus has many examples of the work of Jesus Christ. And some of the more important ones include the five offerings in Leviticus, the burnt offering, uh, typifies Christ's total offering in submission to his Father's will. We have the meal offering, which typifies Christ's sinless service. The peace offering is a type of fellowship believers have with God through the work of the cross. We have the sin offering, which typifies Christ as our guilt bearer. We have the trespass offering, which typifies Christ's payment for the damage of sin. Those are listed in the book of Leviticus as the offering um, on behalf of the work of Jesus Christ. And then in the book of Leviticus, we have the, we have the uh, comparison of Aaron, the high priesthood of Aaron. They give several comparisons and contrasts between Aaron and Jesus, the great high priest. And uh, in the book of Leviticus looks at Aaron as the first high priest and Christ as the first to rise from the dead. Aaron going into the Holy of Holies in the tabernacle, which was um, 
Aaron at that time was the high priest, and he would go into the Holy of Holies in the tabernacle and sprinkle the blood of the sacrifice at that time. Mercy seat, it it compares to Christ going into the heavenly Holy of Holies, sprinkle his own blood on the mercy seat. In Leviticus, they talk about the seven seats of Leviticus. Passover speaks of the substitutionary death of the Lamb of God. Christ died on the day of Passover. Unleavened bread speaks of the holy walk of the believer. The first fruit speaks of Christ's resurrection as the first fruits of the resurrection of all believers. Christ rose on the day of the first fruit. Pentecost speaks of the descent of Holy of the Holy Spirit after Christ's ascension. Trumpets. The Day of Atonement and Tabernacles speak of events associated with the second advent of Christ. This may be why these three are separated by a long gap from the first four in Israel's annual cycle. Some of the keys to Leviticus. Key word is holiness. Key verses, chapter 17, verse 11, and chapter 20, verse 7 and 8. The key chapter in Leviticus is chapter 16. Key chapter is chapter 16, Leviticus 16, which focuses on the Day of Atonement. It was the most important single day in the Hebrew calendar. It was the only day the high priest entered into the Holy of Holies to make atonement for the people to cleanse them that they may be clean from all their sins before the Lord. And that's Leviticus 16.30. That is one of the main ideas, most important idea in Leviticus is the atonement. When the high priest, this was before Jesus Christ was sacrificed on the cross, this was in the beginning, high priest would go into the Holy of Holies and, you know, bring an animal, a clean animal in and use the blood and sprinkle it to atone because sin has been on this for so long. The main ideas in Leviticus, basically chapters 1 through 17 discuss the sacrifice. This section teaches that God must be approached by the sacrificial offerings. That's Leviticus chapters 1 to 7. By the mediation of the priesthood, by the purification of their nation from uncleanliness, and by the national fellowship, the blood sacrifices remind the worshipers that because of sin, the holy God requires the costly gift of life. The blood of the innocent sacrificial animals becomes the life of the guilty offerer. Without shedding of blood, there is no remission. Hebrews 9.22. And the second part of Leviticus is about sanctification. So the first part of Leviticus, chapters 1 through 17, talk about sacrifice. The second part talks about sanctification.
the name of Jesus. We ask for shielding. I don't know what. I want I want Miss Amy to do uh, partake in the quiz. I think she got dropped. I just wanted to get her back. The sanctification at the second part of Leviticus, which discusses sanctification. Um. Chapters 18 to 27. Okay. The Israelites serve a holy God who requires them to be holy. Be holy means to be set apart or separated. Sanctification. Sounds like a lot of T.I. You set apart. They are to be separated from the nations unto God. In Leviticus, the idea of holiness appears 87 times, sometimes indicating ceremonial holiness, ritual requirements, and other times moral holiness, purity of life. This sanctification extends to the people of Israel, the priesthood, and their special vows. It's necessary to remove the defilement that separates the people from God. So they can walk a fellowship with them. Um, the name Leviticus was the custom of the Jews to call each book of scriptures by the first word in the Hebrew text. From Leviticus came Verica, meaning he called. Obviously, this title does not indicate what Leviticus is all about. The Greek Septuagint version, which was the first translation of the Old Testament, assigned the title Ludican, which pertains to Levites. The reason for such a title is that much of the book concerns the ministry of the priests, who were an important segment of the tribe of Levi. The Greek title was carried over into the Latin Vulgate as Leviticus, which was then adopted by the English Bible. The title might Lead some to believe that the book concerns the Levitical, only the Levitical priests. This is not the case. Much of the book relates to all of Israel. The author, as discussed earlier, they said Moses wrote all five books of the Pentateuch. Six, 56 times in Leviticus, it is explicitly stated that the Lord gave the laws to his people through Moses. Wrote the instruction book. It's stated in Ezra 6:18 more than 50 times. It affirms that its contents are God's direct words and revelation to Moses for Israel, which Moses subsequently preserved in written form. Jesus refers to a passage in Leviticus and attributes it to Moses. Matthew 1:44. The Apostle Paul refers to in this book saying that Moses described in Romans 10.5 critics who attribute Leviticus to a much later priestly editor do so by rejecting the integrity of biblical testimony. Okay. Galatians 
significance in relation to the New Testament shadows found throughout this Leviticus book of the Bible is found in the fulfillment in the New Testament. For example, the blood sacrifices point to Christ as the Lamb of God. The priests typified Jesus as the great high priest. The worship is in Leviticus foreshadow the New Testament. They're just comparing Leviticus to the New Testament teachings that all came what Jesus did on the cross had already been done in history, but in the Old Testament, it was done by animals as a sacrificial offering for the sins of man. And in the New Testament, we have Jesus. So the book of Leviticus is a type of prophecy, and they compare the high priests, how they used to go into the Holy of Holies, the way Jesus went into the Holy of Holies. Um, the best biblical commentary on Leviticus is the book of Hebrews because of the twofold emphasis on blood atonement and holiness. This book has enduring relevance at the atoning blood of sacrificial animals prominent in Leviticus was a shadow of good things to come and pointed to Christ's one-for-all sacrifice for sin. The command to be holy can be fully realized through the precious blood of Christ in the new covenant whose calling is to be holy in all areas of life. The second great commandment as stated by Jesus is love your neighbor as yourself, Matthew 22, 39. So the purpose of Leviticus, Leviticus was written to instruct the people and their priestly mediators about access to God by means of atoning blood and to make clear God's standard of holiness for his chosen people. Purpose of that book. Special features of Leviticus, direct word from God was a revelation. Uh, direct word from God is emphasized is emphasized more in Leviticus than any other book in the Bible. No less than 38 times it is explicitly stated that the Lord spoke to Moses. Another major emphasis is the sacrificial system, instruction concerning the sacrificial system, and the substitutionary atonement given in minute detail in this book. Instruction on the Day of Atonement, Leviticus chapter 16 is the foremost chapter in the Bible describing the Day of Atonement. And another important feature of Leviticus is the priestly calling. Leviticus stresses the theme that the people of Israel were to fulfill their priestly calling through lives of spiritual and moral purity, separation from other nations, and obedience to God. One of the subjects. Leviticus, God's holiness and sinfulness is compared in Leviticus. Laws from God are displayed thoroughly in Leviticus. And the five offerings described in Leviticus, and, uh, the major offerings are described. And um, we have the burnt offering, which offered 
the lamb, turtle, doves, kids, pigeons, and the sin offering. And um, in summary, the burnt offering was a voluntary devotion of all their very being and possessions to God's purifying fire. And Israel might sacrifice the animal, the animal signifying that he was identifying himself with the animal in his place. The act expressed the idea of substitution. When the animal died, it was as if the person who brought it also died, yet remained alive to serve God. Similarly, Christians entrust themselves to Christ and become one with him in his death. They are thus called on to live as people risen from the dead and to present themselves as living sacrifices to God. That that came from burnt offering. He termed burnt means that which goes up to God. The entire offering was burned up, signifying that complete consecration to God was essential to true worship. At the same time, forgiveness was involved, emphasizing that before worshipers could devote themselves to God, they had to be cleansed from sin. According to the writer of Hebrews, Jesus is the ultimate fulfillment of the burnt offering. That was the burnt offering, which is discussed in Leviticus 1, uh, verses 3 to 17, and Leviticus 6, verses 8 to 13. The next important offering discussed is the meal offering. This was a thank offering to God, a thank offering to God, an offering of their lives for his service. The grain offering was a gift presented to God as an act of worship, symbolizing the dedication to God of the fruit of of the of a person's labor. <laughs> Yeast on the altar mm, because they were used to aid fermentation and fermentation involves decomposition or decay which symbolized evil. Then it was the peace offering. This offering was participation in the blessings of fellowship with God. The offering has also been called the fellowship offering. It was brought before God in order to have fellowship with him to express thanksgiving. For the offerer, it involved commitment to the covenant and celebrated peace and reconciliation between God and the worshiper. This offering points forward to the peace and fellowship that believers have with God and other believers on the basis of Christ's death on the cross, and then to the final communion when we will all sit down with God in his kingdom. Then we have the sin offering. The people needed towing forgiveness because they were sinners. God required a sin offering in order that those who sinned in ignorance, in weakness, or unintentionally could receive forgiveness. Deliberately defiant sins, on the other hand, would be punished by death. Sin offerings were necessary for ritual punishment. Sin sin offerings uh, were used for those who were guilty of a sin or injury for which full restitution could be made. The sin offering foreshadows Christ's atoning death and his bearing the punishment of our sins. His death, however, was infinitely more perfect than the Old Testament sin offering in that it provided a single atonement for all sin. 
We, as New Testament believers, continually need Christ's atoning blood to cover mistakes, weaknesses, and unintentional failings that flow from the frailty of human nature. Sins coming from rebellious disposition against God and his word, however, will bring us under judgment and spiritual death unless we confess them and repent them through renewed faith in Christ's atonement. That was the um, the sin offering again. Was, um, people needing towing forgiven because they were sinners. Um, and there was the trespass offering. And that's being forgiven for the sins that were committed, the trespass or guilt offering was a mandatory atonement for unintentional sin, which also required restitution. That is, the person who sinned was required to repay in various amounts and manners according to the sin. It included cleansing from defilement, making restitution, and paying the 20% fine over and above the restitution. The element of the offering was a ram or lamb. Okay, the offerings were expected from the people of God. In cases, an offering involved sacrifice, an animal's life was taken. These offerings taught Israel that humans are basically sinful beings who sin, merit death. Without blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. Atonement for sin must be made by substitution. God's holiness must regulate and direct every area of human life. God desires to be gracious, to forgive, and to have fellowship with men and women. In order to make the offering acceptable to God, there had to be genuine heartfelt repentance and a sincere commitment to walk in goodness. That is... These are some of the key areas in Leviticus. Another key area, the priesthood. Teaches on the priesthood, which is the inauguration of the Old Testament priestly ministry, began a new era, era in Israel's career. God at this time, through clear and unmistakable signs, symbols, and events, daily showed forth his righteousness, grace, and glory. Priests served especially as mediators to help maintain fellowship between the holy God and sinful people. Aaron and his four sons. Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar were chosen by God to be Israel's first priest. The qualifications of the priestly office matched the awesome responsibility which rested upon the priest's shoulders. It's not surprising, therefore, that five chapters of Leviticus, 8 through 10 and 21 through 22, are devoted to the consecration and holy disciplines of their ministry. The Messianic typology of the Old Testament preachhood is rich as a reading of Hebrews 8, 1 through 10, 18 reveals. The one sinless eternal mediator between God and man is Christ Jesus. The writer of Hebrew, Hebrew devotes many pages to exalt him in his office. We have such a high priest. He, so the priesthood is, is a major teaching. Laws on priesthood is in Leviticus chapters 8 through 10 and 21 to 22. And one of the big things in Leviticus is the Day of Atonement, which is in Leviticus chapter 16. The Day of Atonement was 
day of Israel's calendar, for it was then that the idea of atonement for sin reached its highest expression. Sin and burnt offering and animal sacrifices were part of the day's ritual. Only, only on this day could a high priest enter into the place of the tabernacle. This was the only day of the year for which fasting was required. In bold contrast to the atmosphere of rejoicing that attended the annual feast, no other day were the Israelites more strongly impressed with the grace of God in forgiving all their sins. The gospel of this the bright prophetic sign in the coming gospel of the event of Calvary when Jesus would sacrifice for the sins of man. Once and for all, the Day of Atonement is the peak of Leviticus. Word it means to cover. It comes from the Hebrew word, which means to cover. It has the idea of covering over sin by making an equivalent, equivalent payment or ransom so that adequate recompense is made for the offense. The need for atonement for sin. The need for atonement arose from the fact that Israel sinned. Leviticus 16.30, if not atoned for, would subject them to God's wrath. In other words, there's so much on the earth, just like there is now. Um, there wasn't an atonement. The earth would just, it was, I mean, it would just be subjected to God's wrath. Thus, the purpose of the Day of Atonement was to provide a comprehensive sacrifice for all sins that may not have been atoned for in the sacrifices offered throughout the preceding year. And of God, in God's fellowship with them, Leviticus 16:30. And in Leviticus, we see that the way of salvation is described in full, because God desired to save the Israelites, forgive their sins, reconcile reconcile them to Himself. He furnished a way of salvation by accepting in their place the death of the an animal. This animal bore their guilt and penalty and covered over their sins by its shed blood. Ritual of the Day of Atonement. Leviticus chapter 16 describes the Day of Atonement as the most holy day of the calendar. On this day, the high priest dressed in sacred garments. They first prepared themselves by bathing themselves with water, then before making atonement for the sins of the people, they had to offer a bull for their own sins. Next, two goats and cast lots. One was sacrificed, the other became the scapegoat. The priest killed the first goat, took its blood, entered the most holy place behind the curtain, and sprinkled the blood on the atonement cover placing the blood between God and the tablets of the law that were inside the ark. Laws they had broken, but that were now covered by the blood, thus making atonement for the sin of the entire nation. Leviticus 16:15. As a final step, the priest took the live goat. He laid his hand on his head, confessed over it all the given sins of the Israelites, and sent it away into the desert symbolizing that their sins were carried out of the to disappear in the desert. Day of Atonement was not a feast day, 
The Day of Atonement was a solemn assembly in which the people fasted and humbled themselves before God. This response emphasized sin's seriousness and the fact that God's atoning work was effective only for those who had a repentant heart and a faith. Courage, so many. Try to fast on Tuesdays once a week. So, fast definitely has proven great results in conquering evil. Repetition of the Day of Atonement. The Day of Atonement accomplished atonement for all transgressions, not alone, not atoned for during the previous year. It had to be repeated every year in the same manner. Leviticus goes into the different holy times. The day of purpose. As the scriptures of the Holy Spirit on the Sabbath, that's the seventh day of the week, its purpose is to rest from labor and to worship God. And God is seen as the creator and the Lord, and that is discussed in Leviticus 23.3. We have Passover. Passover is uh, to remind of deliverance and the future Savior, God seen as the deliverer from bondage. Unleavened bread is a holy time. That is the main purpose is to rest from labor. And God is seen as the bread of life. We have first fruits as a holy time that is seen in January, and the purpose is to remind uh, all of milk, land of milk and honey, seen as a provider for the first fruit. Then we have another time called Pentecost, harvest. And that is, the purpose for that is to rest from labor, empowerment, and God is seen as the baptizer. Another holy time is called the trumpet. Main purpose is to rest from labor and see God as the rapturer. Another holy time is the atonement day, and that is the purpose is to put things away. I was sin, the expiator of sin. The holy time is called tabernacles. Tabernacles uh, is the purpose is reminder of the exile. And God is seen as a restorer of all things. The biblical year was every seventh year, and was to rest on the Sabbath, and God is seen as the supplier. The next holy time is Jubilee, and that's every 50th year. The purpose of Jubilee is freedom from all bridges, natural and spiritual. God is seen deliverer. And the laws concerning the feast are discussed in chapters 23. The Sabbath and the annual feast um, were set times in the Old Testament era. Passover 
Okay, Leviticus goes into the laws concerning feasts. We have the Sabbath and the annual feasts. We have the Passover and unleavened bread. We have trumpets, atonement, tabernacles, also called feasts of gatherings. We have the Pentecost, which is the feast. Pentecost, which was the feast served 50 days after the resurrection. Pentecost uh, and the first fruits is known as the Feast of Weeks or Shabbat. Since devout uh, Jews believe that this day marks the anniversary of the occasion when God gave the law, they carefully review the Torah, the Pentateuch, if necessary remaining up all night in order to do so during the Pentecost. The feast occurred at the end of the wheat harvest, 50 days after the Feast of First Fruits. On this day, God's people gave thanks for his abundant gifts of food and for all that sustained them. It was on the day of Pentecost that God poured out the Holy Spirit on Christ's disciples. That's in Acts 2, 1 through 4. And um, Hanukkah. Although not strictly a biblical feast, Hanukkah, the Feast of Light, is rooted in events prior to the time of Christ. However, it is mentioned in the New Testament and there called the Feast of Dedication, John 10, 22. It is in the time of the Maccabees and renacts the miracle whereby a single day's supply of oil in the temple lasted for eight days. Thus the festivities include the lightning, the lighting of one candle each day for eight days, daily prayer in the synagogue and the reading and the reading of the halal uh, psalms, together with other hymns of Thanksgiving. Hanukkah begins on the 13th of Kislev and continues for eight days so that it roughly corresponds to the Christians. Christians, modern Jews have added the practice of the exchange of gifts at this time. Leviticus also discussed priestly duties and um, the 24th chapter of Leviticus concerns with three, itself with three main topics, burning lamps, the shoe with bread, and the sin of blasphemy. The lamp is a type of Christian. The continually burning lamp is a noteworthy type of the Christian. The lamp of beating gold signifies the crucified Christ upon the New Testament message, which upon the New Testament message depends. The pure olive oil of the indwelling Holy Spirit who empowers the believers for continual and consistent Christian testimony. The shoe bread indicates the partaking of Christ. The shoe bread consisted of little flat cakes. They were arranged on the table on two rows of six and were renewed each seven days. Only Aaron and his sons were authorized to eat the bread that was removed. The eating of the shoe bread speaks to the believer of spiritually partaking of Christ, the bread of life. The Sin of blasphemy, the crime of the man who lost his temper as a result of petty, 
was that he used the name of deity and holy things improperly in inventing his wrath upon his adversary. For this sin of blasphemy, he suffered stoning. This incident served as a pattern for all of Israel's later dealing with blasphemers. Some of the priestly uh, duties, the lamp, the shoe bread, and the sin of blasphemy. And then Leviticus goes into, in chapter 25, the laws concerning the land. The sabbatical year and the year of Jubilee is discussed, the blessing and the curse predicated on obedience. Let's take a look at that. The Lord took occasion once more to remind the Israelites that they would be blessed for obedience first for disobedience. If they were obedient, they would enjoy such blessings as rain, fruitful land, peace, deliverance from wild beasts, and victory over their enemies. If they were disobedient, they would suffer disease, famine, defeat by enemies, inroads from wild beasts, dispersion, and the desolation of the land. Historically, of course, Israel fell beneath the curse. One has commented the tragedies of Israel's history constitute her people's monuments of Jehovah's inflexible truth and justice. The exercise of God's government toward Israel in this area has historically led them into suffering. The exercise of God's grace to his people during the millennium would lead them into happiness. The keeping of a vow was a serious matter. The Lord prescribed that whatever, whoever was given to him in a moment of religious devotion was thenceforth to remain his and could be recovered by the original owner only by due payment. There was no compulsion about taking a vow, but strict compulsion about keeping it once it was made. By vowing all that he had, simply saying it's a gift. Did not relieve a man from responsibility for the care of his family. The one exception to compulsion in keeping a vow was in the case of the man who vowed more than he had. In this case, God chose to exercise certain sentimentalities. One observer states the following in verse 8, If it be a question of man's undertaking to meet the claims of righteousness, then he must meet the demand. But if a man feels himself wholly unable to meet these claims, he has only to fall back upon grace, which he will take him, which will take him up just as he is. So the keeping of vows is discussed in Leviticus. Uh, to recover a devoted person, it was necessary to pay into the natural treasury a sum equal to the value of the person to the Lord's service. A clean beast could not be recovered, but the unclean could be redeemed by a payment of its values plus one-fifth more. House and field, likewise, could be redeemed only by payment. Mm, okay. Keywords and verses in Leviticus. Most prominent words and phrases of Leviticus are holy, which is mentioned about 90 times. Blood, life, before the Lord about 60 times. Key verses suggested for Leviticus. To understand Calvary, we must view it from the light of the atonement story centered upon it. Isaiah, the evangelical prophet, 
of the old dispensation with the writer of the epistle to the Hebrews. We must turn to Leviticus and read of the great day of atonement of the explanation which is given there for the life of the flesh is in the blood and I have given it to you upon the altar to make an atonement for shedding of blood is for the atonement of the soul. Okay. This was, I'm doing this again because I took the quiz and we will see. We, it, Leviticus is a very uh, not easy chapter. The deep chat at our quiz, and all are welcome to join in. Anybody having any questions? Questions, and um, I think you know the answer. You're welcome to share the answer with us. I uh, paused again with Amy, but that's okay. I'll just do the best I can. Okay, if Exodus records how Israel became a redeemed nation, Leviticus is concerned with blank, blank, and blank of the redeemed nation. I was beginning. If Israel became a nation, Leviticus is concerned with the what was it with the laws? I would say. What did we talk? All right. The choices are worship, service, cleansing, and laws. So, if this what's how Israel became a redeemed, this is concerned with definitely the laws. I would say the cleansing, which would be the atonement, and the worship. That's leaving service out. That wasn't it. So if Exodus records how, let me just go to that. Exodus records the book of Leviticus is God's manual for his people. The Israelites, while they were encamped on Mount Sinai with the guideposts which they needed for life in the wilderness. Exodus records how Israel became a redeemed nation, while Leviticus concerns the cleansing, worship, and service of the redeemed nation. Wow, that's amazing. The law is not in there. Again, Exodus records how Israel became a redeemed nation, while Leviticus concerns the cleansing, worship, and service of that redeemed nation. Amazing. I would think would be in there, and it was not. So it's worship, uh, cleansing. Leviticus concerns itself with worship, cleansing, and service. Wow, so put laws in there is tricky. That is correct. Okay. The feast. Right, let this feast walk of that feast. phone is going out. All right. The Feast of the Trumpets, the Feast of the Passover, the Feast of Tabernacles. I think that was 
This feast of the holy walk of the believer, either tabernacles or trumpets. So it wasn't tabernacles. Try trumpets. Ooh, it wasn't trumpets either. So the unleavened bread. This feast speaks of bread. The key word to the book of of Leviticus is um if they said the key word anybody? Leviticus is holiness. This was the most important single day in the Hebrew calendar as it was as it was the only day the high priest entered into the Holy of Holies to make atonement for the people. Was it the day of trumpets, the day of Pentecost, the day of harvest, or the day of atonement? That is the day of atonement. Leviticus falls into two major sections. Which section teaches that God must be approached by the sacrificial offering? Mediation of priesthood, purification of nation, and provision for national cleansing and falls into two major sections. Which section that God be approached by the sacrificial offerings, mediation of priesthood, purification of nature, and provision for national cleansing and fellowship? Is that service, sanctification, or sanctification? I'm going to go with Sanctification. Sanctification is not correct. Sacrifice. Yeah, it was sacrifice and sanctification. Those were the two main uh, ideas in Leviticus. A special feature of the book of Leviticus is blank, a direct word from God which is emphasized more in this book than in any other book in the Bible. A special feature of the book of Leviticus. They don't give um, choices. They give a mixed up word. They give letters Z, O, L, T, R, A, I, N, E, E, and that word is Revelation, R-E-V-E-L-A-T-I-O-N. So a special feature of the book of Leviticus is Revelation. It's a direct word from God which is emphasized more in this book than any other book in Revelation it is. This is what has given me a blank identifies what type of offering this statement describes. We're looking at burnt offering, meal offering, sin offering, trespass offering, peace offering. So let me go to the notes. Go over the The burnt offering was a voluntary devotion of all their very being in possession to God through purifying fire. Israelites sacrificing an animal leaned on the animal signifying that he was identified 
Um, all right, so the burnt offering, they sacrificed an animal, leaned on the animal, signifying that he was identifying himself with the animal as it stood in his place. The act expressed the idea of substitution. When the animal died, it was as if the person who brought it also died, yet remained alive to serve God. This one signifies Christ's obedience to the Father. No, the distinctive feature of this offering is bloodless. I think that's the meal offering. Bloodless is the meal offering. This is a sweet savor offering depicting Christ making peace between God. This was the first offering in the approach to God. This emphasizes reparation and restitution of sin. Which one is burnt offer signifies Christ's entire obedience to the Father? The burnt offering represented himself to the Father to do his will. The burnt offering, okay, the, the message of Leviticus offering as it relates to Christ. The burnt offering shows consecration. The burnt offering shows how Christ represented himself to the Father to do his will. Signifies it signifies Christ obedience to the Father. Burnt offering. All right, the meal offering, Christ served his Father and men as Son of Man. The peace offering, Christ is the common bond of fellowship between God and man. Sin offering, Christ atoned for the guilt of sin. Trespass offering, Christ atoned for the damage of sin. Guilt of sin, trespass for the damage. And service, meal, the meal offering, he served his father and men as son of and the peace offering, he's the common bond of fellowship between God. This one is a sweet Sabbath offering depicting Christ making peace between God and man. This was the first offering the approach to God. This one emphasizes reparation and restitution. This was the first offering. Burnt offering, very devotion. God, we see our like This was a thank you. 
Oh, sweet savour offering, that's the burnt offering. Typical of Christ's entire obedience to the Father. Given holy to him, spread out. So the burnt offering is the sweet savour offering. Signifies Christ and obedience to the Father. That would be the burnt offering. First offering in their post. This is preparation and This one was really hard. Identify what type of offering the t- statement describes. It signifies Christ's entire obedience to the Father. I, I would say the burnt signifies Christ's entire obedience to the Father. to Leviticus, the burnt offering, presented at the door, hand laid on head, killed blood sprinkled, cut in pieces, the burnt offering, sweet savor offering, typical of Christ and obedience to the Father, given wholly to him, spread out unreservedly in his consecration, typical also of our entire dedication was for God, and he took unqualified delight in such an offering. The offerer, by personally killing, slaying the second. Oh, I have two answers. Sweet favor offer. It was Christ's entire The meal offering. Sweet savor offering will signify dedication of one's life to God. Sweet savor. Sweet-saver offering signifies dedication of one, typical of Christ's perfect humanity, anointed with the Holy Spirit, he perfectly fulfilled his ordained work. This offering speaks more of person of Christ rather than the meal offering, normally accompanied the peace offering, distinctive 
teacher, Douglas. Sweet Sever depicting Christ making peace between man and batch. Then what I write is trespass offering with the trespass. The sin offering is atonement for man's sinful nature. Sin is expiated by a substitute life, blood emphasized. This was the first offering in the approach to God. Typical of Christ who died out the camp and at the presence of God because he sins. The person of the offerer was an important grade of offering, depended upon the degree of responsibility of the offerer, but could be male or female, distinctive teacher. So this was the first offering in the approach to God. Then offering. The first offering in the approach. Then offering. Last one, it emphasizes reparation and restitution. That should be trespass offering. So we have signifies Oh no, yes they were. Okay, they just now they put the same thing. That's the offering signifies. Oh, this was identify what type of offering the statement is to get that. Uh, the first offering approach to God. This was the first offering. Remember that was your obedience to God. This what this was meal, we favor offering. Peace offering. Burnt. The burnt offering signifies Christ's faith obedience to the Father. The distinctive feature of this offering is bloodless. That's the meal offering. It's a sweet Sabbath offering depicting Christ making peace between God and man. That's the peace offering. This was the first offering in the approach to God. Sin offering. And this emphasizes reparation, restitution, sin. Match the offering and Christ is presented that particular offering. Excuse me. 
phone. Right. Okay. Message, the Christian message of Leviticus offering. The burnt offering, Christ presents himself to the Father to do his will. The meal offering, Christ serves his Father and men as son of man. The peace offering, Christ is the common bond of fellowship between God and man. The sin offering, Christ atoned for the guilt of sin. Trespass offering, Christ atoned for the damage of sin. The burnt offering, Christ the burnt offering. Christ is presented himself to the Father to do his will. Burnt offering. Christ presented him to the Father to do his will. The meal offering, Christ served his Father in men as son service. Yeah, Christ served his Father. Man, the peace offering, Christ is the common bond of fellowship between God and man. The sin offering, he would Christ atoned for the guilt of sin, but as he atoned for the damage of sin. Guilt of sin The guilt of sin, Christ is guilt of trespass offering Christ atoned for the damage. These were not easy. Had to use the notes. This group of people served as mediators to help maintain fellowship between the holy God and sinful people. Were they kings, prophets, judges, and priests? Anne, I think you could do this one with me. Anne, are you there? Okay. Is that Anne or Amy? Okay, this group of people served as mediators to help maintain fellowship between Uh, would be the priest. That wasn't hard. The Day of Atonement is one of the feast days of Israel, true or false. The Day of Atonement is one of the feast days of Israel. That is false. Day of Atonement is a day not for feasting, but for fasting. Which holy feast is celebrated where God is seen as the rapturer? Oof, got to go back to the notes. Which holy day is God seen as the rapture? Let's take a look at our notes. And God is seen as the rapture in the holy day called trumpet. Got that right. I said, woo, she knows her Bible because she didn't even use any notes. I need notes. Okay, that's the trumpets, the holy day of trumpets. God is seen as the rapture. Okay. Um, oh, that's it. Return to the Pentateuch. Hold on, let me see. You can view your grades. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, well, 
I'm just going to give God all the praise and the honor. And um, Leviticus, do not feel bad if you didn't understand everything, because neither did I. Um, We did the best we could. No one can understand everything in the Bible because it was written so many years ago, and um, we do the best we can. And and we didn't read the actual um, chapter. So Leviticus is a very uh, deep uh, book of the Bible, but I thank God for the understanding of fellowship. We learned about the different seats. We learned about the Day of Atonement. We learned about sanctification. We learned about sacrifice. We learned about the revelation of how Jesus Christ would die on the cross the New Testament. Um, because that came from Leviticus where they were, you know, um, the lambs and the goats as the shedding of blood for the atonement of sin. And based on my analysis, it just looks like way back when there was always sin on this earth and the sin just got so hefty that either we, just like now, the sin pot is full. You know the sin pot is full. They they're just they got everything. They 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 you know they're advancing. If it's sinful, they're advancing. They want they want people on drugs. The pharmaceutical people they got just putting everyone on drugs. They you know they got the the, the pill that kills babies. They got abortions. They they're advancing homosexuality. Everything that uh, advances sterilization. Not not having families. Um, they've done everything. You know, even liquor is now, you know, available on Sundays. Um, the same part of 12. And um, back in the day, it was the same thing. The same part was full. So there was no Jesus Christ that shed his blood on the cross in order for us to plead the blood to pray over for protection, you know. Um, so they had, they were using animals. They were, you know sacrifice the animals shed the blood and then the holy one of the priests, you know, the high priest would go in the tabernacle to one of their sacred areas and uh, sprinkle their blood and, and say, Lord, please, you know, we don't want you to your wrath on our city, town, nation and sprinkle that blood and pray and also advise people to live a righteous life so that, you know, the wrath would not come and the whole nation would not be demised, basically. That's what that, that sacrificial offering was done for. And in the New Testament, Jesus Christ came. It was as if Leviticus, the acts, actions in Leviticus were a revelation as to what the sacrificial uh, act of Jesus Christ was in the New Testament. So that's what Leviticus does. It explains what ministers did, what people did, you know, in history way back when, and the sin pot was just as full as it is now, and the earth was totally out of control. And the way they existed without, you know, the wrath of God coming upon the place, which would just mean allowing Satan to 
you know, take out people everywhere. Um, you had your ministers that would go into tabernacles and sacrifice an animal, um, pray over the town, and advise the people to live righteously so that, you know, God's wrath would not um, be allowed, God's wrath would not take over his, you know, that the evil would not just take the and um, that was in the Old Testament. And then in the New Testament, we have the sacrifice of Christ. And that's why they compared Aaron, the, men, the priest of those days, with uh, Christ because they lived similar lives and did similar things on behalf of the people. So we thank you, God for this time that we had together to review an outline of the book of Leviticus and to uh, take a look at the laws of acceptable approach to God, the laws of the priests, the laws of Israel. Um, We thank you, God, for the information on uh, the need to be holy. Thank you, God, for information on the five offerings, a little bit about the high priesthood of Aaron, the seven feasts of Leviticus. Thank you, God, for our key word of holiness, our key chapter in Leviticus 16. Thank you, God, for better understanding the Day of Atonement. We thank you, God, for uh, edification, advice, and sanctification. We thank you, God, Moses as being the author of the Pentateuch, of Leviticus, and other the first five books of the Bible. We thank you, God, for the comparison of the Old Testament uh, sacrificial offering in Leviticus with the New Testament sacrificial offering of Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, for clarity and understanding as to the purpose uh, of Leviticus being written so that people uh, would have access to God by means of atoning blood and to make clear God's standard of hope chosen people. We system, the Day of Atonement discussed, the priestly calling. We thank you, God, for better understanding on God's holiness and man's sinfulness, which is compared in Leviticus. We thank you, God, for better understanding of five offerings, the burnt offering, the meal offering, the peace offering, the sin offering, the trespass offering. We thank information and knowledge on the priesthood discussed in Leviticus. We thank you, God, for that understanding on the ritual of the Day of Atonement. We thank you, God, for that understanding of holy time. The main purpose of Sabbath 
Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, Pentecost, trumpet, day, day, tabernacle, Sabbath year, Jubilee. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for um, a review on Pentecost, Pentecost. We thank you, God, for giving us the understanding of the priestly duties with respect to um, the lamp as the type of Christian duties in the Old Testament regarding the use of the priests to go into the Holy of Holies to cut the animals and do the ritual. We thank you, God, for sending your son that we no longer have to do those things. We thank you, God, for better understanding the key words and verses in Leviticus, holy blood life, and um, before the Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the atonement. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for this time of being able to read, hear, listen on the Bible, on Leviticus. Thank you, God. We praise you. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for each and every praying targeted individual. I thank you, God, for each and every one fasting and 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 doing their works to end this horrific program. I thank you, God, for sending people in the midst of their situation to know that they can look forward to a supernatural God, the God of the impossible, the God of miracles, turn things around. God, we come to you and we ask you, God, the windows of heaven to be open with respect to leading us into the assignments you on this. We ask you, God, we decree and declare that it is your will for us to live an abundant life in accordance to your will. Every demon planting things in our lives to obstruct us from reaching that destiny that you created us for, those demon forces will be destroyed, will be dismantled, and they will have no effect on us the blood of Jesus on every lawsuit I have, the lawsuit I've had to be forced to put in on behalf of the harassment and sabotage to myself and my family. Pray, Heavenly Father, I decree and declare that not another member of this family will be taken out because of this satanic program. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, God, for covering those of us who are praying, who are standing on faith, who are living by the word of God that tells us 
face is the substance of things not seen. Stand on your word, Heavenly Father, in biblical teaching that faith is, is the substance of things not seen. That every demon force that is interrupting the lives of targeted individuals that are standing on God's word, such forces will be dismantled, have no effect. Their, their, their powers will be null and void in our lives. God, we praise you and exalt you and we magnify your name. I ask you, God, to bless those that are not here tonight that may want to be here tonight. They have to work, get up early, whatever the situation. And I ask you, God, to bless those that are cross-sided at what's happened to them and don't know which way to turn. God, let them stand on Psalms 91 and every. kingdom of God. They are your children, God. God, we praise you. We exalt you. We magnify your name. We thank you, God, for bringing us through another week, and we thank you, God, for the week that we have coming before us, and we decree and declare that those of us praying will be covered by the blood You'll keep us out of induced hospitalization, that you'll keep our minds stayed on you, our minds covered and shielded, that no weapon formed against us will prosper. The devil will have no impact on us. And I ask you, God, to bless the fine of each and every friend. the kingdom of God. Bless Sister Anne, Heavenly Father. In the name of Jesus, that that demon force trying to attack us, electronically torturing this one. There's nothing we can do in the humanly power, but God, we know that we serve a sovereign God. Satan, we bind you up in the name of Jesus right now. That shielding will come upon her. That demon will have to leave her alone. We bind up the spirit of electronic torture. Bind up the spirit of induced sickness electromagnetic weapons. We bind up the assault on my mother's shoulder and her knee by these demon forces. Subterfuging things looking like the elderly senior citizen process when they are advancing this. As soon as I remove money they were stealing out of her pension from the health, New York City Health Supplemental Benefits, she didn't even use it. They advance this shoulder and knee problem. I bind and rebuke that shoulder and knee problem. I bind and rebuke that attack on Ann. All TIs being assaulted by electronic weapons. I plead the blood of Jesus that shielding will come upon them. I thank you, God, for covering my mother. I thank you in advance for the gift of longevity, and I thank you, God, she will be covered against every demon force trying to assault her. Get to me, get to her, because they have to get to the Most High God first. I plead the blood of Jesus over my life, my mother's life, and every praying targeted individual's life. No demon from the pit of hell 
take us off this earth for God's time. We will live a healthy, abundant, God-loving life, reversing every curse that's been put on us and put on the United States of America. I plead the blood of Jesus on the judiciary that every demon in there, allowing demons to work through that office, will be shut down. Thank you, God, for the privilege and the opportunity to expose those demons. God, I give you praise. I give you glory. Those demons will be taken down. I call Judge Amen taken down. I call Reyes taken down or every demon acting on there before. Jonathan Lippman, Boyden Gray, Daniel Labowitz, Adam Urbanski, all demon forces in the name of Jesus under the ground. Foes stopped for God's word take priority. This is my prayer. Jesus' name. Amen. Any questions? I didn't even ask. Anybody has questions? And you all right? You made it through? I didn't get the blog talk. Who's there? And? Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.